Heyo, welcome everyone to episode 12 of Today in the Scene. I'm Joe with Indie Arcade Wave, and this week we're going to dive into what it's like to run a convention. So shout out to our sponsors, Can Arcade, everything arcade, music, and cannabis. This week I'm speaking with the founders of 2DCon. It's a local convention here in Minneapolis. Um, I have the pleasure of speaking with Kevin Spandy and Robert Thell. How are you guys doing? Doing okay. Doing good. Doing good. Thanks, Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Um, I know it's we've been talking about it for a little while here. It's awesome to finally get you on, and I know you're kind of in the the push here. We're we're almost at the convention. We got what a week and a half yeah, left. Just yep. just coming right up. Friday twenty eighth. Pretty exciting. It does it feel different since it's going to be online? Like oh, pressure, oh God, yes, pressure? oh so much less pressure. It's it's amazing. <laughs> like this time last year, we were oh, man. It was like twenty hour days and. Everybody was just working their butts off at the get everything done. This is so much more relaxed. Yeah. Dealing with all the vendors. Oh, vendors, gosh, yep. hotel, moving items in and out. Just the whole moving in, moving out process is, is just insane for a convention. Yeah, that's always my least favorite part about bringing Galactic Battleground anywhere is we have to yeah. move it in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to a, a convention in Vegas, and it was a little bit better. We didn't have to move it in, but they charged us like five hundred dollars <laughs> to move the cabinet from like the loading bay twenty feet. So, in that case, I'd rather move it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here to talk about two D Con today. Um, it's coming up here August twenty seventh is the yep. first day, right? It's like a Thursday, yep. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's correct. Yep. Okay. So I just want to know a little bit about you guys. Um, what do you guys do? And I mean, what do you guys, who are you in your daily life? Uh, well, I work for deluxe. Um, I, I work on file transfer stuff. It's, it's really boring. Um, so it's not a whole lot to say about it. It's, it's computers and it pays the bills. <laughs> we always got to have something. Yep, else, right? yep. That's what, the that's, what the, that's what that is. Yep. Conventions my love, and it doesn't pay the bills, so I got to do something on the <laughs> side. How about you, Kevin? Uh, yeah, so I'm a data analysis for Wells Fargo. I work within um, everything relating to home mortgage, so that's a lot of fun talking about foreclosures and bankruptcies. And uh, I do get to draw pretty graphs, so I mean that's one plus to to it. And being able to analyze data is is really fun, but I mean, like you said, it kind of just pays the bills for now. And uh, going to conventions, being part of the convention scene, helping run a convention um, is definitely a highlight of the year. Which unfortunately gets a little bit of a of a setback this year due to COVID. But you know, um, at least we're we'll able to provide something online. Right, right. Um, so, where did you guys? come up with the idea for the convention how did it all start oh gosh um this has been i, I mean we can't take a ton of credit for yeah, creating it because this is the uh, brainchild of joe and shauna opsel um yeah shout out to them they're the ones that connected me with you guys so that this could amazing happen. amazing people um they they've been running uh this is what the, the fourth fifth 2d con now there's just it's there's so many it's all great memories but it uh, before that they um they ran a little con at the thunderbird and 
it was it was more or less um, just a just a few consoles and people hanging out at Thunderbird playing games and just having a good time. And um, you know, Joe and Shauna just they they put the love into it, and they every year they've made it bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know, we are what we are today. You know, we've got over over two thousand people showing up, uh, a huge hotel, tons of great guests. Uh, so yeah, we've we've come a long ways in just a few years. Yeah, I I wasn't able to make it to all of the ones that Galactic Battleground went to, but I know the first one, which I want to say was four years ago. Um, that was where we first debuted the game, and it was just Kelly and Dylan before I was even part of the team. But they spoke to me so highly about the convention even back then that it made me excited to go to, I went last year and it was a blast. You guys had a huge arcade, <laughs> um, a ton of Japanese games, which were really cool. Uh, VR. You guys had an insane amount of consoles too. Like I don't think I've ever seen that many 64s in my life. <laughs> they were set up everywhere. Um, and plenty of other stuff to do too. The cosplays were going on. You had a music stage. Like there's a lot to the convention. So one thing I want to know, I kind of just said a lot of it, but I want to hear from you guys. What is 2D con? Uh, for me, 2D con is just a celebration of all things gaming. I mean, we, we've got everything for everybody uh, when it comes to the gaming convention or, you know, just, just um, board games, tabletop video games. It's, it's the event of the summer, just to hang out with your friends and have a great time, play some games, find some new games. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really just an amazing thing for anybody who likes any kind of games. Yeah, and Robert hit there pretty good. It's, it's an all-inclusive, you know, very family-friendly. Um, and we also like to bring charitable aspect to it as well. So um, anyone and everyone's willing to, to donate to, and I think we've got Able Gamers is the cause that we're donating to this year. Um, so being able to donate, give back, and then also um, being able to go into an environment that's all-inclusive. You know, no one's going to treat you any differently. Um, you know, you're going to be just like family. You know, bring your kids, bring your, bring your friends, um, and just be able to, to join within the community, um, the community of gaming, and just, you know, have a great time with everyone there. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. That's, that's a really good way both of you, I mean, both of you summed it up perfectly for what I remember from the convention. Um, I'm curious about how you guys got into Indie Island. That's how we really got in involved with you guys in the convention and how that's grown. So I want to know, one, how that started, and two, what are the coolest things that you guys have seen come out of Indie Island? Oh, gosh. So Indie Island, gosh, this is... I don't recall if we had it our first year um i think but, we did i think we had it at the thunderbird and i think we did okay it was very um, small though i remember that this is one of those issues one of those things where where joe and shauna just literally know everybody and they had friends who wanted to just play their game and uh, it, it worked out so well that the next year we we just asked more people and we put out feelers and, and we put out more and more and we, uh, you know, we hear about games like we, your galactic battlegrounds cabinet, for example, you know, we, 
we we heard that through the grapevine and, and that's that's where we find a lot of stuff you know and especially now that we're we're big enough that people are, are coming and they're reaching out to us so um you know i i think it's just a, a a happy coincidence that the right people met at the right time and we were able to do it yeah the scene around here is just massive uh, especially in the upper midwest you know six months out of the year we're stuck indoors playing games so being able to showcase those games that you um play at around your house make up these silly rules you know you turn them into a board game maybe you'll craft them into an app or or uh you know, console game, uh, we really give it a platform so our community can play those and then, you know, give you some feedback, give the creators feedback, um, and hopefully you can create something different or maybe, you know, push it in a different direction or, you know, really it solidifies the game that you're making. So, you know what, maybe we can publish this. Maybe we can move forward with it. That's exactly what happened with us. Like, exactly, because you mentioned you showcase these games and people see them and then you also get validation as a creator that your game could be something. So with Galactic Battleground, that's where they first found it, where where we first showed it off was there. And Kelly was like, we have something. I think we should actually move forward with this. Um, and I know I was speaking with uh, Ryan from Crunchbox Games last year. Shout out to him because we were talking for hours. Um, but um, he made a really cool game there. And you mentioned all the Midwest, the scene, the scene is huge. When you look at the, the indie arcade scene, like uh, Death Ball is mm-hmm. Iowa. Um, DSM, which produces the switch and shoot cabinets, is also Iowa. Yep, yep. Um, Killer Queen, I always forget this, and I know I'm going to get corrected if I get it wrong, but they're either out of Chicago or New York is where they I first came from. I thought it was from. Chicago. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. But I always forget. I've talked to a bunch of people in their scene that I can never remember. I don't know what it is. And the guys at Cosmotrons, they're out of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So there's this huge scene. I, I don't know where it came from, but I'm really happy that it's in the Midwest. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, gosh, when we, when we had your Galactic Battlegrounds cabinet, that was, at, at that convention, one of my standout memories was I played one game and I realized how much of a blast it was. And then a couple of my friends came over and then a couple of my friends came over and soon we were having our own little impromptu tournament just right there. It was such a, such a great way to debut something like that. Yeah. And it's going to be coming to steam. You're going to be able to play it at home with people. (laughs) Um, And with steam's couch thing, you should be able to actually play online, which will be really nice. Um, I want to know, I guess we've, kind of already touched on it but if you have anything else to say definitely chime in here i want to know what your guys's mission with the convention is like what's your well i mean as a group where our our goal is to provide again an all all all-inclusive environment um and raise money for people who really need it in in the community you know we we're working with able gamers and we've we've worked with them before um you know they they're a great organization that that helps people who would not normally be able to play games uh, get in on it. You know, they things like the um, say the Xbox adaptive controller. They they raise money to build rigs for people so that they can join in in, in this great community that we've all come to love. And um, you know, we just we're doing what we can to give back while also just having everybody out for just the best time. 
Yeah, we've trying to create this environment, this community that, you know, allows for people to get out of their, their homes, their apartments, their basements, what have you, um, and join uh, the celebration of gaming to meet people. Um, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, what your favorite genre is, you know, if you like music, don't like music, you like the art, you're there to buy collectibles, or you're there to play tabletop games, you know, we're just there something there for everyone and so we want to provide the space the environment you know for everyone to to be a part of and hopefully to to um you know like robert said raise some money but also um you know meet meet friends and pass along this community to to other people you meet going forward yeah you know uh, another nice thing that you know you you say what's the what's what's the goal and 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 what are we shooting for here but but another nice thing about 2D con especially from a, a staff perspective um and this is one of the reasons why i've just come back and i've i've put so much of myself into this con is because um we uh we've been able to have your personal goals and what you want to achieve in, in the convention and, and bring that out and, and showcase it for everybody. Um, like me personally, I, I run the arcade at 2D con and I came there one year and I, I saw this, uh, this arcade and I was like, okay, this is a, this is an okay arcade, but I think we can do better and I want to make it better. And I want to share this with, with everybody. And, you know, the first, the first year that I came to 2D con, we, we maybe had 35, 40 cabinets. And, you know, I was there as a guest. Um, and then you saw last year, we were at, at that point in time, we were the biggest arcade that's ever existed in Minnesota. We had over 250 arcade cabinets from indies to Japanese games, driving rhythm. We even had a game where you bounce ping pongs off little platforms. It was amazing. And, you know, that's the, that's the kind of thing that we really like to, uh, to grow and cultivate here at 2D con, you know, if you've got something to bring to the table, we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that you succeed at it and, you know, share that with the rest of the community. Yeah, I definitely agree with the the size of the arcade. I remembered seeing a lot of games, one that I had never seen because you guys had a lot of Japanese imports um, that I spent a ton of time on, like uh, Initial D and that Cube game. Oh, with the, the cube Yubi. Game. Yeah, Yubi. Oh, I love that game. It was so much yeah, fun. Um, but I spent... I spent a ton of time playing those games because I've never seen them. Where else, when else, when else am I going to be able to play? Yeah, those, right? shout out to the ladies at Snow Phoenix. Uh, they're they're one of our vendors, and they brought in all of the stuff from Japan. Uh, just the the greatest bunch of ladies you'll ever meet, and they they go to cons all over the country, just bringing and showcasing those kind of games. They're amazing. That's really cool. I. I'm going to have to check them out because I've never heard of anybody that just does, but they do like a rental kind of thing. For well, Japanese it's, games. it's sort of a, a convention thing. So the conventions will hire them and they'll bring a truckload or two or three truckloads worth of games out to each convention. That's yeah, that's definitely something that I want to reach. I should talk to them about what they do. Sure. Um, so for you guys, um, obviously, we've talked about the convention a lot and what it means to you. I want to know how you guys got started on video games. Where did that begin? Like, what are some of your earliest memories? Ooh, 
mine um, mine was a little special when I was a really little kid. Uh, I, I'm talking like four years old or so. Uh, my dad used to work at a at an arcade in Kansas City, Missouri, and he would always bring me in and just give me a handful of tokens and let me run wild around the arcade. So. I have some very vivid memories of uh, games like Defender and Pole Position and, uh, gosh, Tron. Tron was always a huge one for me. Tron. It's a fun game. Oh, man. Going back, two two memories kind of stand out for me. One is going to Blockbuster Friday nights and renting a game there for the NES. Typically, it'd be... 1943, and I still scroll down shooter. Um, and then whenever we went to the Burnsville Mall, we always stopped at Aladdin's Arcade. So getting going there and man, just playing whatever game we could at the time, whether it was you know the original Mortal Kombat or even the, the basketball shooter games, uh, that was a lot of fun too. So uh, growing up, I think those were some of the earliest memories I have. Uh, but I had to keep it, I had to play it while I could because when when it was summer, my mom took away our system, so we could only only play when the snow hit the ground. So <laughs> we, were, we were praying for early winters. That's definitely one reason to ask for winter, I guess. Um, since we already talked about your guys' history, where are you guys now with video games? What have you been playing lately? Uh, as of recently, uh, Factorio just got a, it's, it's actual release. It's out of early access on steam and that game has, it's just, it's meaty hooks in me. It's just so soothing. I I, I don't know if you played it, but it's, you build a big factory. It's kind of, um, crafting game, sort of in the same vein as, as say Minecraft, but it's all 2d and sprites. And uh, you can automate literally everything in the game. It's it's just it's so addictive. Yeah, I've seen I've seen streamers of that. I haven't I haven't touched it yet, but yeah, I've yeah, never heard of it. It's real good. For me, right now, um, I'm a huge pinball enthusiast. Recently, the past couple of years, I've really picked up pinball. Um, during COVID, it gave me a chance to rent a couple pinball machines. Um, so I've been playing pinball, you know, almost every day for an hour or two, um, which is another feature that we, you know, little segment we have at 2D Con is we have a, at least last year we had a good selection of pinball machines. Um, if we're talking video games, man, I'm still on the Hearthstone train. I've been playing that for five, <laughs> six years. I don't even know how long it's been out, but ever since it came out and then Fall Guys too, that's taken the world by storm, I think. And it's just a lot of fun to play with friends. What is Fall Guys? I feel like uh, I've heard it's about a uh, King of the Hill kind of battle royale with these like cute little characters that you can dress up, and it's like you a, know, it's like I a battle royale meets gladiators type the, thing. The best way to to describe it, the best way I've heard it described, is um, have you ever seen the show Wipeout? Like the the game show yeah, or uh, Takashi's Castle? It's basically that. Yeah but in a battle royale mode where the bottom few get knocked out and you go on to the next game. Like you might be climbing up a tower and there's stuff swinging and you have to dodge it. Or, you know, there might be a, uh, a memory thing where if you stand on the wrong platform, you drop down and you get eliminated from the game. It's, it's amazing. 
now that you talk about it, I feel like I did have somebody explain it to me and the way that they phrased it was it's like um, Little Big Planet meets Mario Party. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there are a lot of ways so to, a there's a lot bit. of ways to describe the game. It's got a, it's got a, it's, it, it's, man, it is, it brings in a lot of different, different games into one. So what you're saying is I need oh, to try. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's free on PlayStation <laughs> Plus this month. Super so, cheap, too, on Steam. Yeah. Huh. Maybe I'll look for it on Steam, then. I don't have a PlayStation. Uh-huh. One, one of those. <laughs> yeah, one of those, right? <laughs> well, we've chatted about games plenty, and I know you guys are obviously enthusiasts. Let's go back to 2 Con and talk about the pivot you guys had to make because of what's going on. So... What has the pivot been like going from an in-person convention to an online convention? Well, you know, I, I, I think I, I, for me, it hasn't been too difficult. Um, you know, I, everything I do is in person. Uh, so you can't really run an arcade while you're, um, you know, while everybody's out. You can play games, but it's, it, it's not what I really do. Um, so for me, it's, it's been pretty laid back. Uh, you know, I've just been kind of facilitating, but the con as a whole, there's definitely been some easy parts and there's definitely been a a lot of head scratching. Like, how are we going to pull this sort of thing off, especially given, you know, COVID-19 and and we, if we can't, you know, we can't be in the same place. So it, it throws some hardships into things like streaming and filming. Um, we, you know, that's, that's sort of the hurdle that you got to wrap your mind around. How can you provide content for people when, uh, you know, when you can't be in the same place or, you know, even, even, you know, close to someone. Yeah. It just forces us to think logistics in a different manner. Uh, with a in-person convention, you know, we, we know the location will give you a time. We know the equipment, but for this, it's, it's what can we do in an online format that's going to best represent 2DCon and also give people a platform to showcase what they've created or, you know, how can we broadcast uh, tournaments? Um, so it really forced us to kind of look at our convention as a whole, kind of narrow down the individual aspects of it that we can um, transmit on a stream um, and then go from there and just kind of um, reach out to those people who who know how to who have done these things you know reach out to charities make sure we're able to work with them um, and then build content from there yeah and I think we're we're kind of lucky that um, in a sense that being in gaming we've for years now a couple couple years we've had a lot of access to tools that have allowed us to stream I mean look at twitch twitch has been around for a while now and everybody knows it everybody uses it um, it's and and a lot of the guests that we have their their platforms kind of lend themselves to that sort of broadcast so things like uh, mega dads you know they'll be we've had mega dads at at every 2d con doing a live show well they're just going to be doing a twitch show so it's 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 not too bad you know um the the real challenge comes in to do things like like our, our big things indie island for example like we're it's more of a showcase sort of like a nintendo treehouse kind of thing you know we can't we can't necessarily have people having 
the same sort of setup. So, so it raises some questions on how you do that. But then, you know, we, we also have our things like our panels, uh, our, our cosplay panels. You can still do a Twitch show of that. Um, our, our spicy fan fiction panel, which is a huge crowd favorite uh, that, that I actually came up with. I'm going to toot my own horn on that one. Um, <laughs> where, you know, we just, we read, we read uh, hilariously bad fan fiction and eat spicier and spicier peppers as you go. So um, <laughs> you said you like spicy and uh, we it's, were, you know, last time we did it, I, I ate a Carolina Reaper and I saw the face of God. It was amazing. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, the, the challenges are really mixed, but the nice thing is it's, um, I don't think in, we're not, and none of us are as stressed out about it as uh, as we would be if it was in person, just because it's inherently a uh, e- easier to deal with because we don't have to bring gear and we don't have to, you know, we we don't have to make sure the right people are in the right place and we don't have to staff these things. Uh, these are all things that people want to do themselves and share with people. Right. So, with it being online, there's obviously positives and negatives to every situation obviously no gear is a huge plus for you guys less to do less tear down and set up um what are you guys looking forward to that's a little different this year like anything that really stands out to you that you're excited to try online well uh for me i'm excited to see how the tournaments go online um I know that our, our Super Smash Brothers tournament has always had just a huge turnout, and I, I'm interested to see how that translates into a uh, into an all-digital thing. And the other thing that I'm really excited for is uh, every year we've done a, a screening of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and it's, it's sort of become like the, um, you know... Yeah, but, like, you know, you watch... Um, you, you know, like the, the theater nerds, and, I, and I'm one, so I, I love to, to, you know, I'm talking to my people here, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know, there's a, there's a rituals to it, and it's it's the same thing every time, but it's always something new every time, and that's that's the Scott Pilgrim to us. And we're gonna be we're gonna be doing that as a uh, as a watch party, a Netflix watch party, and it's a new format for something like that. And I'm really interested to see how it how it translates into into a digital space like that. Yeah, hopefully we can get a big group. I know it's extremely popular when we do the the YouTube karaoke in person. So um, hopefully people show up for this because it'll be a great time. But uh, for me personally, I think like two things. One, it's a little nerdy, but logistically, I want to see how we are able to move from, you know, one event to the next. Um, It's going to take a ton of coordination on our end. So I'm hoping that is smooth. And if something like this happens in the future, or if we need to put other things online, you know, this will give us a a great experience for how that works. Um, And then lastly, I really love watching the Midwest Speed Fest that goes on. Um, It starts at Thursday. It goes the entire weekend. You know, they usually raise a lot of money for us too, which is which is awesome. They they play a lot of old school games too, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and also uh, newer platform games as well. Um, so seeing these these people crush games that you've loved, and you know seeing all these glitches that you never knew existed, and you know 
beating Mario in 10 minutes when you're like, how the heck did you do that? You know, is, is a lot of fun to watch. So I, I love it when, when people can break these games and then just tear my heart out, heart out when they, they beat these bosses and I can't beat them. Right, I agree with that. I mean, I love speedrunning. It's so much fun to watch. Like, seeing a game that you spend weeks trying to beat and then they beat it in 10 minutes is just beyond me. But talking from the logistics standpoint of having the experience with online, this could lend itself in the future to you guys running the convention, but also having the ability to do an online pass so that people that aren't able to make the convention can still see it from home. I Yeah, I agree. And it's a, it's a good way to see how things will go for other events we do as well. Um, I know we do every year, we do a, um, oh, in November, we do the, uh, the, the marathon uh, for Child's Play. Uh, what's uh, gosh? I and now I'm just on the tip of my tongue. Extra life. There you go. Uh, we do we do extra life every year. So um, a lot of the things that we learn this year, we can bring to our extra life stream, and and that'll be great. And you know, we've had other groups that have wanted to to host a streaming event or an online event as well. You know, for other charities in the area, and you know, it's it's just a great great learning tool. That's awesome to hear. Well, I'm really glad you guys came on here. This is the part where I'm going to give you guys a couple of minutes to make any shout outs you need to make. And we want the social medias for 2DCon. I want to know where to find you guys. Okay. Well, um, I, I guess let's start with the 2DCon social media. Um, you know, Twitch TV forward slash 2DCon. Um, and we can definitely be found on Facebook, just 2DCon on Facebook. Um, I, do we have a Twitter, Kevin? Uh, it's probably 2DCon. Um, I would, I would guess. Yeah, we're we're I'm pretty not a much social media guru. Yep, uh, 2DCon.net is our website, and you can go there uh, and see our lineup, uh, our, our future lineups, what we're doing, um, you know, for next year. So yeah, I think those are the big ones as far as media. Um, yep, Twitter is at 2D Convention. There you go, 2D Convention. And I will, I'll link all this in the bottom too. Sure. Um, shout outs, I guess. I uh, just, uh, hey to the Rivet City crew. Looking forward to seeing Spicy Fan Fiction this year. Uh, sorry, I am just too personally busy not to get involved with it. And my stomach needs a year off. Um, you know, again, shout out to the wonderful ladies at Snow Phoenix who make our arcade possible. Also, Paradise Arcade out of Minneapolis. They are the ones who made the other half of our arcade possible. Um, all the classic games. They also, they also build our cabinets. Nice. So if you need cabinets built. Yeah, those guys are incredible, incredible people. They do wonders for our community. And, you know, it's I'm just happier having them in my life, to be honest. Um, yeah, outside of that, just hey, everybody from 2DCon. I hope you hear this. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you got next weekend. Yeah, shout out to Joe and Shauna Opsel for uh, without them, this wouldn't be in existence. Two um, of my favorite people. And especially how, how far it's grown. Um, and shout out to all the volunteers that make this happen. Um, you guys put in the heart and blood and sweat and tears to make this possible. Uh, and then all of our um, participants who enjoy 2DCon, who have come or uh, who have said hi to us or appreciated you know what we do, it, it means a lot to us. And we're thankful that you guys participate every year. And uh, hopefully we can get a lot of participants this year to, to look online, but we're 
ready to rock and roll for next year. All righty, sounds good. Well, you guys know we already talked about it when 2DCon is going to be. That's going to be the 27th through the 29th, yep. right? Yep. So check them out. Check out their social medias and catch them on Twitch. Until next week, thank you guys. Thank you. Peace. See ya.